Welcome to Luther's Brew Brothers with Pastor Pat and Layman Dave, and we're basking in the joy of Easter. Oh man, I had to put on some sunscreen, dude. It's such a bright glow. (laughs) Jesus, Um, okay, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. That's a Lutheran. That's a Lutheran. I tell you, you always tell the Lutherans from the not so Lutherans is when you say Christ is risen, they kind of look and say, um, uh, indeed he do. Indeed he has or something. It's like, uh, well, yeah, said. yes, yes, pastor. Uh, yeah, I guess he did. It's like, no, yo, you fool. You're supposed to say he's risen indeed. You yes. know, anyway. And you got to, yeah, I don't know where that started. And, yeah. I, yeah, I know, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good tradition. I grew up with it. So yeah, yeah we are basking, dude. We, we are basking. Are. And speaking of uh, basking in the warm glow here, I'm drinking stone and it's oh, yes, enjoy yeah. by april 20th and it's april 16th oh okay so well april 4th was easter so you're well and i didn't pick any i don't know what you drink for easter but i went dark again <laughs> this is an um it's a mammoth out of out of california uh mammoth it's a, a double nut brown ale and it's really good i'm enjoying it awesome. i mean i'm celebrating easter is a celebration oh yeah it's more, sure. it's more than a celebration. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 we live as, as I preached a few weeks back, we don't just celebrate Easter. We live it because it's based on our belief in a risen savior who lives right. and he lives in us. And yeah. it's all about life. So I'm just, I'm living the life. That's how I'm celebrating yeah. Easter. And you know, and it, that's it, how I celebrated this one. And our church calendar, it having Lent, you know, having those 40 days before mm-hmm. Easter is, is such an important uh, time to spend in penitence and contemplation. And so you it is. really feel the joy when Easter Sunday comes, uh, you, you, it, you, it, you feel it, it, it with an extra, extra surge because, you know, we've, we've been, we've been dealing with our, our sin. Right. Right. In, in, in that special way. I mean, we, obviously every service we have confession, absolution daily, we drown out the old Adam. Right baptismal grace forgive us our trespasses we say in the lord's prayer but yeah lent is that time where we kind of especially focus on our sin and transgression that then required the death of god's son and the suffering and the passion of jesus so without putting that time in i think uh in many ways easter is kind of anticlimactic but also for that matter then again the life of easter the life of the christian also falls flat you don't take sin seriously, you know, Easter is kind of pointless. I mean, it's, uh, right. it, it's chocolate bunnies and, and colored eggs yeah. and yeah, another Easter family. Eggs. Oh, let's have, a, yeah, let's have a family gathering and, and all that. Another, you know, put an X in the counter another day uh, gone by. But if you really are acutely aware of our sin and the wage of sin being death, that Jesus swallowed up that death in his victory. And what, what uh, 1 Corinthians 15, you know, I just, the resurrection passage, mm. Christ isn't risen from the dead. We are to be pitied among yeah. all people. You know, we're, we're, we're actually we're, fools. I mean, if there is no resurrection. Still, yeah, we're still dead it, in it, our sins and trespasses. Yeah, it's a waste of time, you know, yeah. but because Jesus swallowed up sin and therefore death and his dying and his wounds, we are healed. Boy, what a joy Easter is. I, I'm still very much excited yeah. and stoked by it and lighting that paschal candle we do that you know on the easter tide where there's all these tides you know sounds like we're surfing 
But, you know, the Easter <laughs> tide until Ascension uh, Thursday, 40 days. There's the 40 days after. I like that bookend, too, by the way. 40 days of Lent, 40 days mm-hmm. uh, post-Easter, Jesus ascends to fall, fall all things. But here's yeah. the thing, though, brother, is it, you, and, and, and maybe you're kind of going here with this a little bit, is without Lent, Easter is kind of pointless and really good Friday for that matter. But, you know, it, it's also, you know... The, the the ascension of Christ. And for that matter, let's just throw Pentecost in here. You know, it's 50 days after Easter. I don't know that you can dissect these events. I, I still, I look at them as a whole. I think we've, we've made this point before, but it bears repeating that, you know, you can't just slice up, you know, these events of our Lord's life that are then honored in the church year and its worship cycles. And it makes sense. They, they hold together or they don't. You, if you just pluck Easter out, like so many churches do, no Good yeah. Friday, no Monday, Thursday, no Palm Sunday. You know, it's just, oh, it's Easter, by the way. Oh, let's just celebrate Christ's resurrection, and then go back to our 12-step series on right. some other topic. Right. You know, it, it, it's no wonder sometimes maybe some of the joy eludes. Well, eludes a lot us. of these, a lot of the the big box evangelical churches, if you want to call them that, um, they they don't they're getting into the habits of not even celebrating Easter at all on Easter Sunday. They're doing something else. You're uh, kidding. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Know, wow. So Easter's kind of wow. fallen by the wayside in, in many of the really? so-called, you know, uh, uh, non Why is it too controversial or something or, I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> somehow I, politically I, incorrect. I don't know how Easter could be that, but I don't know. But East, Easter is ah, the high feast. That's news, but I believe, I mean, I believe you, but yeah. You're, you're very well read and, and actually in many ways more in tune what's going on than I am uh, with the church at large, but I hadn't heard that. So well, Easter just kind of, yeah. it's not even recognized. Right. Well, it's, wow. it's not, it's, it's not celebrated. Uh, maybe Ooh. it's glossed over, but it's not celebrated. I'm maybe, not, maybe it's like in a prayer, you know how you have those, like you have your, your church service, right? And, and I guess I hope they pray at least. And you know how you have the, the different petitions, of prayer. It's usually something uh, people who are sick and uh, for the nation. And oh, by the way, and, and thank you, Jesus, for rising from the dead. And then going on with help, well, help us, uh, I, you know, pay our bills. Almost well, like this kind of like a, a shot, a grocery list item. No, I don't even think it's, it's, it's even that. I think the gospel, the cross is assumed. Oh, I get it. So get it's, in the, it's in the rear view mirror. So, okay. so, so they're, they're, they're driving. Out of they're, sight, out of mind, huh? Right, and so what they're what they're talking about is Christian living, Christian living, Christian living, which we know oh, what okay. Christian living is is the law. That's not the gospel. Yeah. So no. they leave the gospel in the rearview mirror, assumed that everybody knows it, and they're mm. on to the new law, which is Christian living. It's just another law. I get you. Well, see, that's what I was saying earlier. Easter is not really uh, to be celebrated only. I mean, it is celebrated, but not celebrated only. It's to be lived. The way we really honor Easter is by living each day by the promise that our sins are forgiven and we shall rise on the last day. But also that life of Christ within us, that's what moves us to follow the law. That's what moves us to be the good neighbor. Uh, it's Christ's love within us. You know, we, we, we are always, you know, measuring up and, and growing into that image of Jesus and that perfect love and grace that he has for us becomes apparent in our own lives. Well, and, and That's because, keeping Easter. And because we understand that we, that we have been forgiven, we are free now. We're free to love our neighbor. 
that's it. We're not, we're not, yeah. we don't live in the law anymore. We're free to just, we'd love our neighbor and, and we're loving paid in full, paid yeah. in full. If you know, if you know your sins are already forgiven and that debt has been paid in full and you don't have to contribute or add to it. Now you then have the liberty and, and the wherewithal because Christ living within, but also the fact that he has paid our debt of sin in full. Now we can go out in, in love and do good, not because we need to, to earn our way to heaven. That's already been decided. But now we do it for the joy of it. Right. What a concept what? for the joy of loving, for the joy of being alive. I think that's what Easter brings to me, that I'm life is a gift, not only heaven one day to come, but the life that I have today in Christ because he lives is also something to celebrate and to and, and to live out. So that's where the good works comes. You know, this this is a whole topic for another day, but that the role of you know the law and guiding a Christian. I think we we need we will always need the law in that sense. You know what what does it mean to live out you know the life of Christ? But the motivation is so much different. If if Easter is not understood as being the victory over sin and death that it is, then we're still trying to do something to earn our place in heaven one day. Mm. Yes. And when you really accept Easter for the victory that it is. All of that motivation is it just falls by the wayside. It's it's <laughs> yeah. no longer it's no longer relevant. I don't because, need to worry about those things because it's done. It's done. It it's is the finished. Victory, Jesus the vic- said it's, from it's the a cross. Total victory. It's done. We don't have yeah. to worry about our standing before God anymore. Amen. God and I tell you how liberating that is. It all away. Get it loud and clear, people. Jesus loves us. God loves us. His wrath has been poured out on his yeah. son from the cross where he cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me? Jesus bore hell in that moment. What that means yeah. is, gosh, the yep. best of our guests. Yeah. But and it's not. It does. It, it does. It does free us, though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. We're, we're free now to. to this is what live, it means to, to be alive, this, to live in this joy and to live every day and to to, to live in such joy that that you you want, you, you want to love your neighbor. You want to, and, right. and, you know, Luther's doctrine on vocation is just, uh, it's so excellent because he lived as a monk. Right. And in those days, the, the monks uh, were, were, were thought to be the hierarchy of, 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 of uh, spirituality and sure. of, uh, of, of good work, big brownie points to be a monk, man. That's but, like uh, a you know, Luther said, Hey, you ass know, the, track to heaven. The Luther says the mom that gets up in the middle of the night and changes their child's diaper is doing yeah. more than a monk ever could, <laughs> you know, because they're loving their little neighbor as themselves. Right? They're living Easter. That's being a yeah. good Easter Christian. Somebody who believes that life is a gift of God. And it, we're going to yeah, take free. care of it. And yeah, life is, there's the motive right there. I mean, if Jesus bore sin on, on the cross so that we could live forever, but also he says in John 10, I come to give you life and life that you may have it abundantly. Mm-hmm. It's a present life too, uh, the joy of life. There, there's something to be, you know, it's just something of an oxymoron, a moping Christian. This this uh, woe is me and, you know, oh, my life is so tragic. It's like, brother, haven't you heard? The tomb is empty. Christ is risen. And I mean, that doesn't mean that Christians can't have challenges and a bad moment. But this gripping, paralyzing, paralysis of of problems and pain and uh, i don't i don't understand it in the aftermath at in the glow of easter that the tomb is empty that yeah. jesus is risen 
everything else seems to me to pale in comparison to that blessed truth. Right. And if that's your foundation, if your foundation is, uh, it can only get better from there, right? I mean, well, yeah, you can only, you can only smile every day and no matter what comes your way, because that's the way I look at it. This is what I'm saying. Heaven's your home. Uh, Heaven's uh, my home and God is with me now. And, and uh, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, oh, grave is your sting. Where death, your victory. Thanks be to God. I mean, if you really, if you, if you, you know, understand the, the, that broader context of I've made my confession, I know I don't deserve this, but God in his infinite grace and mercy loves me anyway. And, he, and God became man to bear my sin on the cross. And three days later, he walked out of a tomb, bodily risen from the dead, and he did that all for me. Yeah. I mean, how can that not give you a peace, but also a power for living that puts everything else, yeah. you know, secondary? Why do we pursue the things of this world? Why do we get so uh, steeped up in, in, in uh, secular uh, pursuits and selfishness? Why all, all these things that, you know, that we talk about as Christians about being, being good people and being happy or whatever, joy of the Lord, it all, Easter is the reason for it. Easter is where, uh, you know, and by Easter, I mean to say the cross and and, and in Easter, it's not the resurrection without the suffering of Jesus. So that's why I say I put this all together, you know, but that death and resurrection of Jesus, that's where God paid the, the price that makes everything else then make sense as a Christian. You take that out of it. So these churches that, you know, gloss over Easter, and say, yeah, thank you, Jesus. Now, you know, like, yeah, I heard something about you dying on the cross for me and rising from the dead, but that was a long time ago. Now it's kind of again up to me. Boy, they're they're but, they're missing out yeah, on something cause, beautiful because either they think that Jesus got the ball rolling and then they have to complete the mission. Uh, yeah, or, that's you know that's sanctification for a lot of a lot of Christians. Or is, or God's uh, you know Jesus is just the genie in the bottle that gives me the things that I want and uh, you know I need a new house and I need uh, or what I what I've heard what I've heard sometimes is you know the the suffering Jesus is in a sense a kind of warped role model that um, and I, I encountered this actually across the border after in my vicarage in uh, El Paso, Texas, in places in, in Mexico, there was this one, one church that had a, uh, uh, like a carving of life-sized carving of Jesus in this glass box, which was like a sarcophagus. And um, I think we asked about it and there was a group of us uh, traveling and, and asked uh, the people there, well, what's that all about? And uh, well, that's, that's Jesus in, in the grave. And to which we, of course, asked, well, yeah, we understand. We Corpus Christi, Jesus on the cross. But in, in the box, what do you believe about the resurrection? And we were just dumbfounded. Supposedly a Christian church, right? Um, we don't believe that he rose from the dead. And it's like, wait, <laughs> did I hear that right? He didn't rise from the dead? So we would say, well, what's the point then of, of, well, of who is not Jesus Christian. as Savior? Well, it's not Christian at all. But what's the point of Jesus? Well, we figure our life isn't so bad because look at what happened to him. Oh, and that was basically wow. Jesus. So he becomes this kind of morbid warped uh, role model that, you know, of, of suffering and the suffering is and the suffering and death of Jesus is absolutely well, bedrock of faith, well, but so uh, is the bodily resurrection. Don't you can't, you can't, you can't take that away. Don't human beings just love the law. That's just to mm. me, that's got, 
I want the law more than I want grace all over it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's just our plight. We just, we gravitate toward the law. We want or it. Or it's a way of, it. It, it's a way of maybe kind of explaining why my life isn't going like I want it to go or things aren't working out for me like I had planned or I dreamed. And, you know, woe again, that woe is me, well, poor me. But if self-pity I, yeah. is not faith. And I think so often self-pity kind of masquerades in many Christians uh, here and around the world as kind of a kind of a devotion or discipleship of God. I think there needs to be, you know, some sort of a, of, of a, of a, a joyfulness, certainly, but even a, a sense of, of, of victorious life. And this doesn't mean we go around with puffed up chests. Look at us. No. It's not about us and our glory, but Brother, our Savior lives. He has yes. conquered sin, death, and the devil. None of these things have a claim on us. That gives you a boldness for life that I don't understand why people would, you know, wallow in self-pity and misery when Jesus is risen from the dead. That makes all that the difference. That tomb is empty. That tomb is yeah. empty. I remember, I think I told you about this. I remember that support group that uh, Judy and I went to after Brian died from cancer at okay. uh, city of hope and uh we weren't being real helpful because <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to commiserate we and we, just say, we we wanted to, to say that our son is not dead he's yeah he's he's with his lord and uh um, yeah you know and we will see him again and i remember this right. i remember this woman and she had uh around her neck she had this little uh uh, pendant with some ashes of her child in it uh-huh. and um and i and she was so just so overwhelmingly grieving mm. and i thought i thought she had just lost her child and just to find out okay. that it had, been, it had been years oh my yeah and uh i mean my my heart goes out for that yeah, that mother and, and, but, but 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 you know, we we were we were, i would try to i wanted to share the good news that, you know, your child's baptized, you you know, uh, was loved by God, but right. that wasn't being helpful uh, in that setting. See, that's where that, that, that's, uh, that's I, see, I, think, thinking. I, I think I know what you're talking about is that, is that the yeah. world, you know, they perpetuate this uh, uh, when, when really they're, they're denying the victory of Christ over death. They are. And I've seen that too, this, this wallowing in grief and mourning, and I think of the the First uh, Thessalonians passage, chapter four, where you know we do not grieve as those who have no hope, mm. and we believe that the hope that because Jesus not only rose but ascended, reigns on high, and is coming back in glory, the shout of the archangel and the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise. Why? Because Jesus rose. I mean, how? How can then death be only misery? I'm not saying there shouldn't be any misery or sadness. I mean, I remember when, when Brian passed and I shed a tear. I was my friend, my brother in Christ, but my grieving didn't define me and it didn't perpetuate. And I know it hasn't for you either, because I know I'll see no. him again. And no. I know he's with us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And as a matter, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm more jealous than I'm sad because <laughs> he gets to experience, yeah. uh, you know, he gets to experience paradise uh, and we're still here, you know, to live as uh, Christ and to die yeah, is game. We're, we're still in the valley of the shadow. Of yeah. Death, you know, the tent of this earthly existence. Yeah, no, I know it. 
And um, I ask that question sometimes of, of people, young or old. I mean, if Jesus is coming back tomorrow at 9 o'clock a.m., are you happy or sad by that news? And you'd be surprised how many people will honestly say, and I'm talking Christian people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, well, uh, I know I'm supposed to say, <laughs> I'm excited. I haven't done but enough they're, living They're yet. honest. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and it's usually the younger people. Uh, I want to grow up. I want to experience uh, this and that. And, um, you know, so they're, they're really caught up in this world. It's that old movie that well, I think Warren Beatty, you know, heaven can wait. It's like, you know what, brother, if Jesus says, Hey, Curly, you want to come with me right now? I love my wife and kids. There's a lot of good in this world, but I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. There's nothing that holds me. And I'm not saying I'm a better Christian. All I'm saying is because I so deeply I'm enamored by the, the the belief and the knowledge and the conviction that Jesus lives, that I want to be where my Lord is. And, and yes, he's with me now, but that beautific vision of heaven where God wipes away every tear from our eye, as Revelation puts it in, in chapter seven, the scorching heat doesn't bear down. I want to be there. I want to be in that, yeah. that place and that state with my Lord because he lives. I know I will be. And I say that gives me all the conviction and the comfort I need when I'm having a bad time. And I get it. I would have been there with you with, uh, that, in that support group. And I probably would be in the same kind of a bump on a log or a thorn in their flesh. I, I want to talk about how we can get past victory, this, not how we yeah. can just grovel and mis- commiserate. And, you know, woe is you, woe is you. And they're there. No, uh, let's rise up out of that. Resurrection is about rising up. Let's rise up out of that despair and that self-loathing and that self-pity. And it's these people too that don't forgive themselves. You know, they're all, you know, I did this terrible thing and they want to just punish themselves. It's like you've been forgiven. Jesus lives. He paid for that sin. Don't let the devil hold you down. Rise up. Right. And and I think that's where the victory of Easter comes in, not just a date on the calendar, even when we go to church, but it's when we rise up in the morning. And we say, thank you, Lord, for a good night's sleep and uh, bless this day before me. Give me my daily bread, but may I live it to your glory, not carpe diem. Seize the day. That's that, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to try to milk every drop out of this uh, out of this life that I can. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about living by the promises of God's word, knowing that yeah. you're loved, you're cherished so much that God sent his only begotten son Amen. for you. Come on, people. Rise up out I- of your despair. Jesus lives. I, I watched um, for the first time. I watched. Amen. This movie. I, amen. I watched this movie. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it it's called Risen. Have you heard of it? Mm. It's a movie mm. called Risen. It's a, it's actually, I thought it was a pretty well done movie, but it's about a Roman. Is it about cent- Jesus? Yes. It's about a Roman. <laughs> Risen, okay. Risen. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. So, yeah. About, you know, Roman centurion that sees Jesus die on the cross. Oh and yeah. Then, and then has an encounter where the, this, you know, like he starts getting reports and he was, he was kind of put on the case of, Hey, is where is this, is, is Jesus truly risen or did they steal the body or, oh. or what? And so he's kind of doing this investigation and he, he encounters Jesus living Wow! and, wow. He, and he follows the disciples to Galilee. And he, so anyway, the, the, the whole point is, is that there was one part in the movie where um, he's talking with a centurion and then he sees a man often Jesus sees a man off into the distance that has, that has leprosy. Okay. And he, and he, he gets up and he walks over and they're watching him walk over and you don't hear what he's saying to the man, but, but the man walks away and then all of a sudden his flesh is clean. 
Oh, wow. And, and uh, I just... That's honestly, a very Bible story. I just started, the, I started bawling. I'm, I'm here by myself, right? I started bawling <laughs> my eyes out because well, I, I just realized that's me. Oh, uh, yeah. See, leprosy, You're the leper. And... Leprosy is just another indication of sin, right? What's well, a manifestation? Yeah, a manifestation of sin. It of can sin. be spiritual and 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 physical. I'm not saying lepers are worse sinners. That's no, not what I'm saying. But, but yeah, this is a fallen world, and bad right. things happen because of sin. And and I just identified with with that, and I started. And I, yeah. I, I I know it's something that just came over me, and I don't know why. Wow. But I started bawling my eyes. Like, that is me. That I like I, I was blind, but now I see. I, I'm know? the leper that Jesus healed, and and we all are. Mm. You know, we our our disease of sin has been taken away, and there's no going back. I mean, why would we want to then? Oh, like you, I'm excited about this, but you know what? I, um, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I, I wished I was a leper again, or or that I lost my sight, or that I wasn't healed, or or that I wasn't forgiven. Why do we want to retreat back to this life of sin? Like Galatians, you know, like I can't believe you're you're departing from this gospel. Paul says to uh, to the churches there, you know, uh, but e- even so if an quickly, angel of heaven, yeah, yeah were to deliver you another gospel, let them be accursed. I mean, he really, he's talking about the Judaizers right. that want to take them back to a pre-Christ. Well, they want the, they want to circumcise faith. the Gentiles, right? Right. And all of it, all of it with the whole cultist of Judaism, that that's part of Christianity. And he's saying, no, we're a new covenant. Why do we want to go back to mm. like, the way it was yeah. before, you know, right. I don't know. What, I mean, what do we want to go back to types and shadows and go back to the law? We, yeah, we, it's because of our, our sinful human nature, we want to earn our own way. We want to do something. If we're circumcised, we've done something so we can point to and say, Hey, uh, that's a work. That was a work that was done for me. So I'm going to trust in that rather than trusting in Christ. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and, and again, I mean, I, I mentioned this before, but a lot of human traditions, I don't like doing ritualistic things because I don't want, I know my sinful flesh will want to turn it into a work. Mm. You know, and, and I want to rely on Christ solely, you know. So want to it, keep that, that kind of more serendipitous, spontaneous, that joyfulness. I mean, tradition has its place, but I, I hear you that when we tend to ritualize things, we lose some of the joy and we just go through the motions of it, kind of the... the this pandering through religion for its own sake and such. And Easter is yeah. so much more. It, it It's transformative yeah. is I guess what we're saying in our way here too, is that we're, 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 we're a new creation in mm-hmm. Christ who lives. So this idea of going back to either, you know, like observance of the law or just going through the, the rituals of religion or moping around in our problems and our, and our, uh, our, our despair, you know, that, that's, that's who we used to be. Now we are born again, and Christ who lives, lives in us. He rises us up out of that, and we become this new person. And I think we don't often talk enough about being that, that new person. Not, not, you know, we don't want to become you know, the mistake either that, oh, no, I'm not a sinner anymore because Christ has forgiven me, and now I can just do whatever I want. No, we're, we're set free from sin, but not to grovel in sin either. But to then now pursue righteousness, yeah. but now for the joy of it, not right. because we're earning our way or we fear the terror of God, but we're doing this now for the simple joy of, of Christ. We are loved by God. And that, that gives us a different reason uh, to, to live as new creations. 
Right. And, and not to say that everything is uh, chocolate bunnies and uh, marshmallow peeps. Uh, we, we, we do pick up our cross and we follow after Christ. And, and, right. and, and you know, a, a servant is not above his master because Christ suffered. We'll suffer too in some ways. <laughs> Uh, in this but our, but our attitude is different. We always have the joy before us. We always, we always have uh, heaven as our home. So uh, we, we well, can... our, 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 our attitude on suffering is different than it would have been because yes, we, we now follow Jesus. And so just because Jesus lives doesn't mean we'll never be sick or have problems or suffer. But now we look at suffering uh, not as, well, God must be angry at me. I must have done something terribly wrong. Uh, that this is happening, we we look at it in the context of of a fallen world, but that Jesus has delivered it right. from us, and this too shall pass. And so and, suffering then draws us more to the life of God. But but also a world that is set against us, because yeah, be, because I mean it's set against Christ, so it's going to be set against us. So right. we 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 have that in our mind too. That uh, not to not to say that uh, you know everything's going to be bad all the time. But, no. but that the, the world hated Christ, so it's going to hate us. Right. But I say uh, the, the victory that Easter brings uh, to that, that reality of, mm-hmm. you know, that the world hates the gospel, the world will ha- hate those who follow Christ and as it hated Jesus. It, it's, a, it's, a different, it's a different point of view. Mm. You know, it's, it's not just, um, you know, uh, again, punishment. It's it's not uh, no. depravity. It it's our 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 suffering becomes part of that new life, mm-hmm. and it's it's a weird thing to say, but it's it's not all bad, and and that again is like well how 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 can suffering be a good thing? How can death be a good thing? Um, Easter puts a perspective on suffering and death because of the life that lies not only afterward but also within. That's that's a a very you know, it's it's almost like Christian discipleship because of Easter. It's like we're we're constantly going through this kind of death as we're becoming something new, and it's 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 like the the, the moth in the, the, the in, in the cocoon that then breaks forth as the yeah. new butterfly, a symbol of Easter. That doesn't happen like instantaneously. It's it, it's a process. And so we're always going through this process of dying and rising, dying and rising. I mean, we experience it in one sense, physically every day. I think maybe in some ways God set up the universe to work that way, to remind us of death and life, death and life. You know, we, we go to bed at night, we rise in the morning, night and day. But we also experience that in our discipleship. And I think when we understand because of Easter, we know the new day will dawn. See, yeah. the, the, I think the problem is, if you take Easter out of the equation, if you take the new life in Christ out of the equation and you only have death and suffering, that's where the despair and the misery comes. But because we know that the tomb is empty, we know that this cycle is an ongoing one and we're always becoming, we're always, this new life in Christ is always emerging in new and exciting ways. Yeah. And I think that gives us, that gives, that gives life, that's carpe diem. That's an exciting life. When you're always become what 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 Lord do you have to teach me today? What opportunity do you present to me to serve uh, your kingdom and and to love my neighbor and to experience myself the joy of loving? You know, this is all because of the life that Christ has brought us yeah. in His death and re- resurrection. And, and if we suffer, we look to you know Martin Luther's great hymn, "A Mighty Fortress," the last stanza there. 
and take they are life, goods, fame, child, and wife, though these all right. be gone. The, our victory the, has been won. The, the kingdom, kingdom are remaineth. It's ours for I tell you. Easter so, has sealed the deal. I mean, it's the proof positive. The payment was made at Good Friday, the cross, but Easter is our, our seal of approval. This is accepted, paid in full. You know, nothing remains for you to be done. Holy Spirit's uh, our down payment. Yep, the seal, that guarantee of, of saving faith. Hey, let me ask you, of all that, we've been talking, you know, post-Easter, it's all the resurrection appearances. Do you have a favorite? Of, you know, I've, been, uh, I've been thinking a Jesus lot of, I've been thinking a lot showed about, up. Um, about uh, Mary, where she's weeping, and she's weeping. Oh, okay. And she sees she Mary sees Magdalene. She th- yeah, Mary Magdalene, where she thinks she's the she sees the gardener, and okay. uh, and her eyes are. I don't know if her eyes are just filled with tears, and so she can't see Jesus. You know, uh, or that he's. You know how Jesus uh, on the road to Emmaus changed his appearance, so it didn't right. look like him. They didn't but, recognize him. Yeah. And until yeah. She, until he said her name, then yeah, then she Mary. saw she saw him. Rabboni, yeah. she cries out, and teacher. I, and you know, I think it's it is so awesome and to that that Jesus revealed himself first to 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 Mary. Yeah. And not to not to the not to the twelve. It for all the criticism of the Bible's misogyny, you know, that were male chauvinists i mean yeah the first resurrection appearance uh you know jesus does to a woman yeah the women were at the cross i mean they hung out john was there too. they were not scared the marys salome they did not run they hung out like the guys did the guys sisters ran away (laughs) yeah the women were they went the women were steadfast they were and uh and i don't know maybe you know, maybe in that culture, maybe they, they weren't the ones that would have been punished or I am not, I'm not sure. But, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it was a risk to I be think sitting there. I, and... I think if I was one of the 12, I probably would have ran and hid too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not faulting the guys uh, for this, uh, but. And, and, and they want to pay homage to Jesus. I love that. It's a small detail, but why are they, what, what, what put the whole thing into motion on, on Easter morning is that the women wanted to bring the, the spices that anoint Jesus's mm. body um, is like, well, he's, he's still our Lord. We still love him. Yeah. He was beaten and bloodied and crucified, but you know, we got to do something for him and, and, he and was nobody still, else is thinking that way. Uh, honestly, he was still receiving worship from yeah. them from, yeah. from them for doing that. You I know? mean, they had to, they had to pull him off the cross quickly because it's the Sabbath yeah, coming. And right. so, you know, they probably weren't able to do what they would have normally had done. Right. For a loved one, that that was part of it. But you know that they're thinking of this, you know, the th- on the third day, in that three twenty-four hour days, we get that. But it's three days in the reckoning mm-hmm. of time, as Jesus prophesies. So, right. you know, on the third day, they're still thinking about Jesus and well, what what can we do? I I, I yeah. find that a remarkable I, thing too. And I think too, I mean, they're going early in the morning before the sun comes up, and and some of the cases. But I mean, you look at. I know there's been a lot made of, hey, you know, like some gospel accounts that there's two angels and some gospel accounts yeah, that an angel was sitting one. on the stone. And, and uh, but you know what? I think these women were coming at different times, right? It's, that, it's not like that, they had that tel- could certainly, it's not like they had yeah. cell phones and they called each other and they said, hey, we're going to go and let's meet at 630 or, you know, whatever. Sure. I, think that, I think they're coming at, at the tomb at different times and they're seeing different things. 
different you know, parts the, the reporting, of the story. The reporting, uh, one reports two angels, one reports one angel. Um, yeah. But the, the fascinating thing is, is that, uh, you know, they, they go back and they tell. Uh, they, right. they, they, tell they, don't, they don't see him right away. They tell Peter yeah. and John. And, they and, run, find the tomb empty, mm-hmm. you know. But, but they don't believe they, the women initially. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and, and they're in the upper room there in that evening. That's when Jesus appears to them minus, minus Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, you, know. But you know, you know, and, and I, I like to think, I mean, I look at this as an, ap- an apologetics angle is that if this all was made up, why would they make themselves look so bad? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the cowards that they're cowardly hiding that, that they didn't believe the women that, uh, I, you know, Thomas, I, if I don't, if I don't, if I, you know, if I don't see him myself, I can't put my finger in his side and touch the nail marks. Right. If you're, if you're going to start a religion, you know, the pillars of that religion, certainly Peter, um, you would make him yeah. kind of a, a, you know, a, a hero well, here's of the, faith. Here's the Pope of the Roman church. Yeah. He denies Jesus right. three times. Denies Jesus three times. Then he and doesn't Jesus believe has the to report. Restore him. Yeah, he runs there to check it out, but he's still not sure at all. Yeah, he's some, yeah. he's some great first pope. Yeah, he's reinstated later. Even then, he's not, you know, like, like well, yeah, Jesus, I love you. You know, they're, uh, all, all of those, you put those all together. You got, so you got Mary, then Jesus appears to her. Then finally, the disciples do see Jesus there in that upper room. A week mm-hmm. later, they see him again. Now, Thomas is there. Yeah. Touch me and see, you know, put your put your hand in my side yeah. like you wanted, you know, stop doubting and believe the 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 the, the two uh, on the road to Emmaus. They yes. see Jesus. He appears yeah. to him. Yep. We, we got the 500 uh, that mm-hmm. that that saw him one time. Let's not forget Paul. I mean, he's sometimes forgotten, yeah. but yep. Paul had a resurrection experience many well, years later on the road to Damascus. But it was still Jesus there. Paul, Paul, why do you if, you know, persecute uh, me? You know, and and this this guy hunted Christians. Yeah. So well, let's see, not that's forget the that, thing. You know, uh, that's the and, thing. None of these people expected it. You know, it, it's it's it goes absolutely contrary to reason to discount these eyewitness accounts because. It would make sense if, if, you know, they thought that this would be, uh, well, yeah, this is this is what's going to happen. We're all uh, anticipating it and waiting for it. To the contrary, they were terrified. They were hiding out. Uh, they didn't recognize Jesus because they weren't expecting to see him because he was dead. And dead people don't walk on streets to Emmaus or appear in gardens. No, it, it went absolutely against every expectation. Right. And then they go on to commit their lives. To this mm. Jesus. Now that they goes go, against every sense right. of reason too. They go from hiding out. Why would you out. do that if you know it was a lie? They go from hiding out to Pentecost, right? And to what well, they're right. everywhere telling everybody they're getting beaten, oh, they're, they're getting imprisoned. They're uh, preaching in the in the yeah, in the they, yeah, these, the, the temple courts and are on fire. They right. they've seen they saw Jesus and it's it everything changed. You might have a, a fanatic among a person, you know, one fanatic, but all of them and, and no. suffering the pains and, and, and the persecution, the martyrdom that they did, that, that just doesn't make sense. Is, does, it, does it seem reasonable that they, that they all would, uh, especially when they were hiding in fear prior to Jesus' resurrection, yeah. that after Jesus' resurrection, they, if, if it was for a lie, that they would be, be as bold as right. they were? It doesn't. Out and uh, and you know just telling telling 
what happened. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it just doesn't, it does, it's not reasonable that these guys, I mean, all of them went to martyrdom except for John reporting, right. you know, like per church history uh, and uh, you know, that they all would be martyred for, for a lie. It, it doesn't hold up to common sense and reason uh, forensically. I mean, eyewitness accounts. I mean, yeah, it's not DNA, but see, that's just the point. There wouldn't be DNA evidence because there was no. no corpse. There no. was no, this was not a nope. murder scene. Nope. It was a resurrection. Nope. The tomb was so, empty. I mean, you know, you have to ask yourself uh, to the skeptics of the resurrection, you know, what do they say? Something to the effect that, that for the believer, no amount of proof is necessary. And for the skeptic, none is possible. This bears out so clearly in the resurrection. I mean, what else was Jesus supposed to do? And then the gospel for this coming Sunday, he appears again with the disciples. Yeah. He says, give me something to eat. Touch mm -hmm. me and see a ghost doesn't have flesh and bone, look, as look you at, see that I have. Look at the compassion of Jesus. Look at him going to, to the 11 and then to the 12 and, 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 and basically strengthening their faith. And, 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 you know, really breathing on them. Remember, breathe, he breathed yeah. the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And, and Thomas, too. After all, yeah. of, uh, after his doubting and, and disbelief, right, his denial, breathe yeah. the Holy Spirit. You know what? Uh, we like to say that Pentecost was the birth of the church. I think that moment was the really was the real well, birth of the church, where he said, "It's if, Pentecostal." I mean, the Holy Spirit is being extended yeah, there. Yeah, breathed on him, and and he he basically said, "You forgive sins; they're forgiven. You retain sins; they're retained." And right. that's the church. That's the office yeah. of the keys. So I think that's the that, whole business. That, that's what we offer. That's I think that was the real birth of the church. And then the Holy Spirit you know what? Uh, Pentecost gonna, confirms that, you know, I'm not going to uh, quibble in a wider way. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, look, look at the compassion of Jesus with with even those that were closest to him and how they doubted. I love that saying that too, they disbelieved for joy. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Isn't that an amazing it is, statement? It's, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around. They just overwhelmed, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what that even means, but overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, and the way he greeted them, peace be with you. Shalom. Yeah. You know, peace be with yeah, you. That wholeness. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And don't and be, it don't all be comes afraid. Together. Don't be Easter brings it all home. You know, because I tell you, if I was one of them, I'd be afraid what Jesus was going to do to me if he did rise. From I the know. Dead. Yeah. Where were you at the cross, man? Right. I told you. I told you from like, certainly from the last year. I mean, Jesus spoke about these events throughout his ministry, but just certainly towards the last year. Hey, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be delivered in the hands of sinful men. They're going to nail me to the cross. I'm going to die. But I'm going to rise on the third day. He tells them this repeatedly, and they still like what you know. They probably yeah. doubted for joy. I don't know because they they thought what what they're well, what they thought the kingdom was going to be. It was very much different yeah, than Jesus. It, it was going to it was going to be, was an, gonna be. an earthly kingdom, right? Because sure, think about it. If we were if we were a Jew, it was about power and prestige, and the, you know, if we were a Jew living during that time, we would have been raised with the rabbis telling us that the Messiah was going to come back and establish an earthly kingdom. An earthly kingdom, yeah. Much like the pre-millennials say today. And he and know? he is a king. I mean, Jesus is one yeah. of his offices, pro prophet, priest, and king. But they misunderstood. But, but his reign and yeah, his reign and rule is not of this world. Jesus right. and the kingdom is so, not of this. So world. It, it would be hard to get your mind around and say, oh, okay, I got to deprogram from you know little on up all of these things I've been taught. Right. Uh, about which again, I think is powerful evidence for Easter. 
because it went again, what everything they thought and expected was completely blown out of Wait, the water because Jesus stood in front of them, having been nailed to a cross. Yeah. There he was. And even to this and day, it changed everything. Even oh, to this man. day, Jews can't, they still believe that, that the Messiah hasn't come yet and he's going to come and establish an earthly kingdom. And what is it? Right. I mean, premillennials, they, they're wrapped up in that too, that Jesus has to come back. They re, they recognize right. Jesus, thousand, but, but he has to come back thousand and, year kingdom. and, and yeah. reign on earth. I mean, what is that about? I don't want to hang around here. Do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> when I Jesus mean, comes back, you know, no, and mean, that's and that's where that's where the ascension comes in. You know, we're ahead of this. Obviously, it's it's still uh, coming next month, but uh, this post Easter. But you know, it all kind of again, fit, you know, fits together. It all you know factors together is interwoven. That this kingdom that Jesus established, you know, having risen from the dead, now he rises also again from this earth. Uh, to fill all things, mm. we don't we don't have to go to Jerusalem to see Jesus, you know, six foot three bearded guy. I don't know what he looks like sitting on a throne uh, in some palace in Jerusalem. We don't have to do that. Oh, we're two we or three to, are gathered. You know, on a pilgrimage. Yes, that's what it means. Jesus is present by His Spirit in His church, which is His body, which is present wherever we gather in His name. Around the gospel, what's the gospel? He died and now He lives. Mm. So Easter gives us. It really, it, it really gives us everything. It, 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 Christian living, and it, it defines the church. It's our whole point of mission. What point going on, going to you know to all nations, if Jesus is still dead, and the tomb is full, you know, sealed by that rock right, somewhere? Right. There's no message in that. A lot of people have have suffered oh. tragic lives and taught us good things about being nice to each other. That doesn't bring us the victory over death. That's the message of of, of the Christian right. hope. And if the, I'll tell you what, if there was a body, if he was in the tomb and there was a body, everybody would have known about it. Yeah, because they didn't could, produce a body, did they? Jesus they, couldn't. They could have. I mean, it would have been very easy to say, okay, well, yeah, gee, they stole the body, but here it is, you know. Um, well, yeah, uh, you know, to 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 you know, with, with with two guards guarding the the tomb and. Uh, you know, uh, the Roman seal. Yeah. And, and the big was, stone. When Jesus was in his ministry, he couldn't walk around. There the, the crowds were pressing in on him everywhere. Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. knew who he was. There, there's just no way that if, if he didn't rise from the dead, that we wouldn't know where his body was today. There would have been, there would have been no stone would have been left unturned to prove that these Christians were lying about the resurrection uh, when they went to, and, and they, again, they went to such extraordinary lengths to prevent that, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They had, the, you mentioned seal. It, the guards, the stone, the seal, yeah. all of that was because they didn't want a false rumor right. to be spread. Well, the reason it spread because it wasn't false. They right. certainly would have gone to every length to discount right. the Christian claim of the resurrection if it were in fact a lie, but they couldn't do it because it was the truth. Right. And you know, that, that angel that sat on that stone and the stone rolled away and it wasn't to let Jesus out. It was to let, to let people in. Let us see in. Yeah. Yeah. This is Jesus' state yeah, of exaltation, man. Once, He's once Jesus he, rose, more, he could, he could go through. Well, he wasn't ma he wasn't masking his no. divine glory. I mean, he could have done that from from Bethlehem, but he masked his divine nature because he didn't come to shine like the sun and dazzle us. He came to die. So 
now that work done now jesus appears in locked rooms he's here one minute gone the next he's walking on the road to Emmaus and then, Hey, where, where'd he go? And they hightail it back yeah. to Jerusalem. Man, yeah, he's, no longer, he's no run. longer hiding his divinity. Yeah. He, yeah. So, and, he, and he's not now, I mean, he, he's not hiding it now. No. He, he, Jesus is present everywhere. We celebrate Holy communion, his body and his blood are there present. That's amazing to me. And that's why I think Ascension by the way, too, is so important in with res, the resurrection of Easter is that Jesus's human nature is no longer confined to a grave, but it's no longer also confined to any one temporal place. It, as God, true man, uh, uh, Jesus now, because he's also joined with God, uh, with, with Jesus, true God, he can be present everywhere. So, I mean, wherever the church gathers, there he is among them. That, that's an incredible thing that Jesus gives us yeah. to, because of Easter. And we should not take it for granted. We should not. No. We should not uh, gloss over it, not believe it. Uh, because if you don't believe it, then you don't believe he's there in the supper. Uh, you know, it's. it's Nothing makes sense without yeah. Easter. Nothing right. about what we as Christians believe and what we preach and proclaim and what we live by each day makes a bit of sense if not Easter. And this is, of course, Paul's argument, as I said earlier in 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians 15. You know, we are we are to be pitied among all people. We are fools. If if the dead, in, dead don't rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, as you then said, we still we're dead. still dead in sin. Um, you know, there is no hope after life. Then we're the, you know, the, the Sadducees, I never could figure those guys out. You got those, the sex in Judaism. The Pharisees were one of the prominent ones, but the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. Paul uses that to his advantage too when he gets them, the Jews arguing about, well, I'm only being arrested because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. So some of the Pharisees say, hey, that doesn't sound so bad. Maybe maybe we're being hasty with this Paul from Tarsus guy in the book of Acts. So mm-hmm, yeah. you know, wh- why even be a Jew or any, anything for that matter? Why be a Christian if there is no resurrection? If there is no life everlasting, if it's if this is all, if this is as good as it gets, man, I ain't wasting my time with church and reading my Bible. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be a bank robber and <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my, to get everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get be my, a partier. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get everything for myself and get out of my and way. Who, and, and then because this about, is the only life I yeah, got. Who cares about my neighbor? I'm number one. Right? Why bother? I mean, it's survival yeah. of the fittest, you know. Yeah, it's Darwin. Why bother? If, you know. If there is no resurrection, if there is no love in an eternal persevering sense, then it is just, you know, yeah. get out of my way, everybody. I'm going to take, I'm going to get the biggest piece for myself and be first in line. What do you, Easter uh, makes everything makes sense. What do you say to the, to, cause it's a real common thing these days to call a Jesus death, uh, cosmic child abuse. That God had his, his all of this anger, and He had to wow. pour it out on His Son and make His Son suffer. That um, family therapy for the Godhead. I think it's. I think it's the opposite. I think it's it's God's great love for mankind, and Jesus' great love where He He says, "I I lay my life down. No one takes it from. No me. one takes it from me. Yeah, I lay it down, and I, I can take it up again. Right. I th- I think yeah. that that the God three and one, everything they did to, to make, to make this all possible for us 
to make the gospel possible was for love's sake, for God's creation. Amen. I couldn't. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I've never heard that that charge actually. Yeah, that's that's kind of a thing that's been going domestic around. Domestic abuse. They, they, they call it cosmic child abuse. Because God willingly God, sacrificed uh, his son. Yeah, God, yeah. God turned his back on his son, let his son suffer. I, I think I, I go with you, brother, of course. I mean, it, it to me, it proves the div- absolute uh, beauty and the depth of divine love. And it also, to me, too, very much underscores then the true divinity of Jesus. God didn't send an angel. He didn't send a prophet. He didn't send an underling. God came himself as Jesus is God, the son. So, I mean, it, it, God validated divine love in the act of the gift of Christ, the father, not just, not just Jesus dying, but the father sending Jesus to die. Right. That, that, I mean, that proves love. God is love. Well, what does that mean? If God is not willing to put his money where his mouth is or put his son where his love is. Now, now in Um, Jesus, in Jesus, human nature, did he, did he fear in the Garden of Gethsemane? Did he ask for the cup to be? I taken? think so. Yes, well, he did. I, you know, of course, he did. I think so. Uh, yeah. Those words, those, those, uh, that encounter was recorded for our benefit. Um, but remember, I mean, he he was going through this uh, in his humanity and his, you right. know, uh, uh, and and any human, and his true humanity, right? And Jesus and he, was not only true God but true man. He knew what was in store for him. Um, right. And, and I think any human being would be, uh, would, 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 oh, be would be hesitant. <laughs> would be uh, Father, is there another, the... is there another way we can do this? I mean, I know yeah. you love the world and, and I love them too, but come on, man, yeah. I'm going to get the tar kicked out of me and nailed to a cross and beaten beyond recognition. Is there maybe another, yeah. is there a plan B that yeah, we can marred, talk about? Marred beyond all human semblance. I mean, oh. Jesus knew those words from Isaiah, you know, if, if, you know, if or so. not the garden of Gethsemane, I, I think, again, that's one of those, well, is that just a footnote in the Bible? No, I think it's a very important, like you, you mentioned about the breathing of the Holy spirit uh, pre Pentecost is a significant part of that passage. And I agree. The garden of Gethsemane is another one. I mean, it really shows us the depth of the sacrifice that Jesus then made for love's sake for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it showed that, you know, if this cup can be taken from me, please. But if not, thy will be done, not mine. Um, that's how powerful all of this, this stuff is we're talking about in the gospel. Jesus is dying and therefore his rising because he did this willingly. He did this perfectly. He did this obediently. And that's why it, how it has the power to save as the resurrection then bears testimony and he had to do that it Jesus a, rose because it was a perfect sacrifice. And he had to do it as a human because we're human and he had to be a substitute yeah. for us and he had to do it as God because didn't he didn't die for angels. He needed to he do died it perf- for people and he needed to do it perfectly as God. Uh, only God yeah. can do what Adam couldn't do. Well, that's why I say, you know, you, you, this is the whole personal union of Christ. It, it comes in all through that weekend, that holy weekend. You know, his humanity where he dies on the cross, God becomes man. That's part of why he becomes human so that he can have blood to shed. Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. But also, as you said, to, to save people. Um, we're people. We have bodies. So God didn't just come in his spirit and wave his magic wand and say, you're forgiven. No, the debt had to be paid. You know, the weight mm-hmm. of sin is death. Well, so ju- God ju- had to God's, die. God's justice had to be 
satisfied. Had to be met. But then the other part of it is I, I'm very uh, aware of, of saying bodily resurrection. I try to always mm. say it that way, not just resurrection, but the bodily resurrection, because that's the whole point of these resurrection appearances. Ghost does not have flesh and bone, as you see I have. Give me something to eat. Ghosts don't eat. That's a whole interesting conversation. We've had this one. Listen, viewers, uh, listeners to our, our podcast on Halloween if ghosts exist. <laughs> But yeah. apparently in the Bible, they thought they did because they, you know, well, they thought, yeah. you know, Jesus has to say, I'm not a ghost. Yep. You know, they, we they, won't revisit that whole podcast. Yeah, but they, they but, remember, you know, they, they thought there were ghosts like we think there are ghosts today. I guess so. Because, yeah, Jesus has to say, no, I'm not a ghost. Touch me, but also give me something to eat. I, I really like that. And uh, yeah, which and, has and, all kinds of meaning, I yeah. think, too, with uh the feast of heaven to come, the feast of communion we experience now and, in the and church. Jesus, and Jesus ascends to the right hand of God in heaven with his human body. He brings mm-hmm. humanity yeah. into the Godhead. And we with him. Now we don't become God. No, but we he become becomes that God-like bridge. in Christ. He becomes yeah. that bridge between God and man. We're reconciled. The mediator. Um, yeah. And uh, God loves, that's how much God loves us, is that right. he'll take humanity into himself to save us. And you, and you can't take Easter out of that equation. No. It wouldn't be the gospel no. then. Or the, It's or not the, just the yeah. cross, not just the death. Uh, and it's not just the, the resurrection. Or the incarnation for that matter. I mean, oh, that for matter. Yeah, it's not, you, you need it all. Christmas, that, I love that first, the whole first half of the church year. From, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas and Good Friday and, and Easter, the ascension, the resurrection. Uh, all of it uh, bears, and then Pentecost, I'll put in there too, and then we close it out with Holy Trinity Sunday, and then we go into the ordinary time, which is good too. I mean, that's the the, the time of the church. That's where I guess the kind of where we started is, you know, like how do you celebrate Easter? Well, it's not just by celebrating the resurrection of Christ as a as a date in a sense, but where we live it out as His mm-hmm. church. We are we are the living evidence now. We we in a sense. The church bears the the marks of Christ by our suffering, by our hardship, and the way we deal with it by grace through faith. That we don't become, this is why I think, again, it's it's important that Christians not just mope and grovel and self-pity and such. We're not then showing the evidence of the resurrection in in that sense. We need to have a life that testifies to the, not just only the the joy, but the power of Christ's victory. And maybe in our generation, we don't bear our crosses like uh, our brethren of former times or in other places of the world for that matter, where they, yeah. lose, they lose their lives, they lose their family, they lose everything for the sake of Christ. I mean, we're, we live in a country where it's not illegal to be a Christian or it's not, uh, it doesn't uh, mean your it, life. It's harder. It's yeah. Harder. It's harder for us. We're not it's, persecuted in that no, same way, but it's different uh, and it's, it's, getting it's getting i think it will get worse over time probably as we get closer to the end uh but, but because jesus lives so what yeah, bring it on yeah yeah T- take everything you know. the kingdom's ours forever right right i mean we've had our a little dose of it with the pandemic and uh christians have had an opportunity to show that uh we are not people who are afraid not afraid of dying not afraid of illness we can have that opportunity uh, are coming back together to hear the word uh, that shows uh, that's an, a part of the powerful witness. Why, why would we bother 
to make that effort? Well, it's because Jesus lives. And we want to not only hear and re- but receive that life ourselves as we gather around the resurrected Jesus as he promises to come, which is where we gather in his name. So uh, again, these are ways that we can then live out Easter uh, as Christians, as his church. So while, you know, the event of Easter is certainly, you know, worthy of our, of our deepest veneration and joy. And boy, I tell you what a high point it was for me uh, after a year long absence, we were meeting of course, but most of our members weren't coming. Mm. Uh, but Easter, but, you know, really the way, they turned out, they turned out in force. By the way, wasn't Easter this after the pandemic, after being in the pandemic for a full year, wasn't Easter just a joy? Just seeing it was for me. Just, I mean, a year I mean, ago, I was saying Christ is risen to an empty church. Literally, I went to church anyway on Easter. I taped a service, I think, the night before with the guys, and and we posted it for that morning. But I still went to church anyway. It's Easter. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. I, I think I even put my robes on, if I remember. It's been a year ago. But, but, what a 180. And I said, Christ is risen, and it's like nobody there. There's nobody there. <laughs> but now, you know, I even made a point of that. It's like how good it was to hear that. But but didn't you, know, you he's just indeed? Did didn't you just from the whole year? Wasn't it just something special? Was yeah, that I Easter? Felt a, I felt the Easter morning. I felt that. Oh 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 that yeah yeah this year. year. Oh yeah yeah heck just yeah. From the year before just oh heck yeah wow I mean we're, it's it's not like we're back to normal or what we you know normal. No no we're not there yet. We're not but, there yet. Uh, but. But just the fact that we were in church again, uh, celebrating our Lord's resurrection. Well, it was in, in the fact in, in, in the fact that what I learned, because I, I, you know, we all went through our versions of despair for pastors. I think Holy Week was such a depressing time to be, you know, not able to meet uh, and all of that stuff. But again, no pun intended. We were, we were putting all of our Easter eggs in one basket. You don't do that. You, you know, you live it out every day. Mm-hmm. And so I've come to realize, I mean, I know I've taught, taught this in the congregations and, and you've heard this and believe it every Sunday is, is a celebration of Easter. Well, yes. I'll even go a step further, brother. Every day is a mm-hmm. celebration of Easter. And I think yes. if we're really living by the grace of God and faith, we wake up with the joy in our heart that God has given us another day of life. Yeah. And we will, we will live it to his glory and we will testify as witnesses to his resurrection and word and deed by our kindness and our love that's living Easter and it's every so, day now. So yeah, I mean, I'm not we, disappointed anymore. I mean, no, if there's if, another pandemic next year, I don't care. If we wake <laughs> up every day and, and we, we say the tomb is empty. It's Easter. Yeah, yeah, It's Easter. Exactly. Every day we wake up, the tomb is empty. Jesus is risen. He is not here. He is risen just as he said. And that gives me joy. And, for living. And because, because he has been raised. So will we one day. Amen. Um, he oh, said I look himself, forward to that. Uh, that he will, he will raise us. So, amen, I like brother. It. Amen. Hey, Let's man. leave it there. I think that is a good place to stop. Um, that is. Uh, I'm glad I got to share this Easter joy with you. And, Me too. Um, and we'll look forward to our next podcast. And oh yeah, uh, you know I'm sure we'll have uh, a lot to a lot to bring to the next one. I know we were talking about, you know, talking about the two natures of Christ and, but, uh, sure. you know, or we've talked about our mission trip too coming up. Trip we might, up. we might do uh, something with be, that. Yeah. We're going to try to do something on the mission trip at the site, yeah. uh, with the mission team. So that would be nice mm-hmm. too. 
So we're talking about maybe talking Pentecost. a little bit about mission. So sure, yeah, we'll the see. Nature what, we'll of the see. church, a lot of good stuff. A I hope stuff I hope everybody up. will tune in next month. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening out there, and uh, hopefully this has been helpful for you and uh, entertaining. And uh, we will see you soon, Pastor Curly. I love you, brother. Love you, man. Christ is All risen. Right. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Yeah. There you go. You got it. Hallelujah.